You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Hi, I'm Sandy Olenek. And I'm Julia Murphy. Welcome to this special broadcast of the Practical Horseman podcast. We're at the 2023 FEI World Cup Finals in Omaha, Nebraska. This is the second time the finals have been held here, and they include the Longines FEI Jumping World Cup Final, the FEI Dressage World Cup Final, and for the first time in North America, the Burlington Capital FEI Vaulting World Cup Final. The Jumping World Cup Final consists of three days of jumping. For this podcast, we're bringing you the audio from the press conference after last night's class. Sweden's Henrik von Eckermann and King Edward won the class, and he just never ceases to amaze. He's coming off a gold medal win at the 2022 FEI World Championships in Denmark, and he's just unstoppable right now. Yeah, it was really interesting at the press conference uh, after the after his win, he was talking about how he got the edge or where he thought he he made up uh, from the other riders. And he was talking about that he thought it was during the during the turns and how he thought he could make up time there by uh, leaving out strides. And a lot of the riders that I spoke with had said that it was very hard. There weren't many options. But he just said what he does is he counts strides even in the turns, which I thought was really fascinating. And he he makes sure that he has like uh, – you know, for example, eight strides in mind where other people were doing nine. And he says he just lands and goes with that number in mind, because if he lands and looks at the next jump, thinking about what am I going to do, then he's already behind the eight ball. So that was just really interesting to get his, uh, you know, it's kind of the competitive edge that he got. Yeah, I was sitting right next to the triple bar. And when he came around that turn and opened up his horse's stride, I remember thinking that was going to make the difference. And that was going to put him in contention with the other riders at the top of the leaderboard. He ended up beating out Great Britain's Scott Brash, who held the first place position for most of the class and then ultimately placed second with Hello Jefferson. And then Germany's Daniel Deusser and Scuderia 1918 Tobago Z finished in third. They were all at the press conference along with Hunter Holloway, who is the highest placed U.S. rider and sits at eighth place right now with Pepita Conspita. Before we dive in, I'd like to thank the sponsor of this week's episode, ADM Animal Nutrition, and share their message. Each bag, con- Each bag includes Grow Strong Minerals Inside Tract, which is a unique supplement to optimize hindgut health, butric acid, omega flax, and natural source vitamin E, allowing you to feed the best to the one you love the most. Learn more at admequine.com. Now listen in to what the writers had to say following round one. And Henry, tell us a little bit about that horse and about the course and about how it went tonight. Hey, the horse, I think, looks like a dog. Um, it's an unbelievable, fantastic uh, horse. Uh, they've done so many great things. Um, and thanks to the owner, Mr. Gail Kenny, I can ride it. And um, uh, yeah, of course, in, the, in, the, in a course like this, it's, uh, it's good to see if you go. Of course, I saw Scott, um, and uh, I knew yeah, before I went in that he was, of course, in the lead and he's always around. So I, I, I knew I could be close. Um, I had to cut to the triple bar with one less and to the last, and with nine strides, uh, there where I saw I could uh, yeah, take some time. And he did it uh, really, really uh, good. Um, even though uh, I have to say it was heavy there in the end, the ground, ground was not great. Uh, it was deep in the corner, so uh, he really had to try. Uh, but as an uh, exceptional horse, yes, he, he could do it anyway. 
Um, and can you tell us about the story about how you found that horse? Because he was with an amateur in kind of our back garden. <coughs> tell us how you came to have the horse. Uh, it was actually um, for my wife, Janneke Schroeder. Uh, we, uh, together, we went and looked at it when it was end of uh, eight, uh, becoming nine. Um, and it was an amateur Belgian girl who jumped up to 140. And um, yeah, it was uh, uh, love at the first sight. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and um, thankfully to our owner, Mr. Georg, uh, who bought the horse. Well, I'm sure he's got a lot more questions. We'll head on down to Scott for now, though. Uh, Scott, you led the way for so long. What happens when you when you are leading? Do you watch? Do you go and hide somewhere? Were you at the bar? What were you, what were you getting up to? No, I uh, came back and, and watched after finishing off Jefferson. Uh, and, uh, yeah, watched, watched the other guys. And, yeah, it's good to watch, and you can still uh, keep learning. And did you think you'd done enough? No, I didn't. I didn't think, to be honest, because uh, I thought I thought my round was very good up until the the double, the oxer plank double, and uh, okay, he's forward four in, so he jumped again and twisted a bit on the plank, and then I didn't really get a smooth turn after. So I knew I knew I was a bit slower there, and I knew I was ten to the last. So I knew that a few were going to go nine strides, but yeah, delighted with with how my horse jumped. And can you just tell us about how you came to have Jefferson as well? What's his kind of back backstory? Uh, so I'm jumping in Peelburg again um, with Charlotte Philippe, and, and uh, yeah, it took a bit of time to to buy him. She she was very attached to him, um, so it took us a few months before she agreed to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then yeah, uh, been with him for five years now, and uh, yeah, he's a fantastic horse. He's strong-minded, so it's taken a bit of time to just really grow the partnership. But um, it feels there now, and yeah, he's an amazing horse. Great, thank you very much again. I'm sure these guys will have questions. We're going to head to Daniel Doyser next, though. And Daniel, that's a great horse as well. I mean, you finished third, which is obviously a great position. Is there anything else you could have done tonight? Do you think? Do you think you did everything you could? Yeah, to be honest, <clears throat> I'm uh, I'm very satisfied with my third place tonight. I walked across. Um, did my plan already before the first one went into the ring. I also saw Scott in between. I um, knew that would be very difficult for me to beat him tonight. So um, when I came out and I was second, I was very happy about it. Uh, yeah, Henrik at the end of the class, uh, trying to win that class is always dangerous. So um, I have to say for me tonight, uh, I'm very happy and I think it was uh, a good start into the week. And can we ask you the same question as the others? How did you come to have that horse? What's the, what's the backstory there? Yeah, uh, Tobago came uh, to Stefan Stable when he was seven years old. Um, he was always planned to be for me. Uh, but at the beginning, the first one and a half years, Jonna um, Edberg was riding him a little bit. She was at Stefan Stable's that time, um, trying to give us an education. And I took him over actually, yeah, uh, a few youngster class at eight years old, and then when he, when he turned nine. And uh, yeah, in the last six years, he developed to a world-class athlete. Perfect, thank you very much. And we'll head down to Hunter Holloway High's place, US athlete. Uh, Hunter, what's it like coming in there in front of a home crowd? Second World Cup finals for you in that horse. Is it is it different in front of a home crowd? <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. You know, this is, um, yeah, a home for me. I'm two hours from Kansas where I'm from, mm-hmm. and they certainly give me a warm welcome here, which is always appreciated, and uh, definitely feels like home. And 
you know, I, I couldn't be happier with that horse. She gives her gives her all every time, and we're just very happy to be here again. And I know this is uh, the second finals we've had here in Omaha. You've been kind of coming to these shows when it's not a finals. Uh, is it always a nice place to come to? What is it that kind of keeps it on your map? Yes, I can't say enough good things about Lisa Roskin and the whole team. Uh, John Gardner, you know, they've been doing from the very beginning and have done such a good job year after year with the show. Um, you know, they get tonight a crowd of a little light actually for a year, and I know Saturday night it'll be packed. They do a, a great job with bringing the public in and, and getting the horses exposure. And will you come in with lots of nerves on Saturday because you are the highest ranked US rider? Does that add anything on at all, or are you just going to focus on the plan? No, just ride the plan. Ride the Trust plan. my horse. Great. Okay, we'll open up to the floor now if anyone's got any questions. We've got some microphones. You want to just stick your hand up and put that microphone to you? I have a, I have a bunch of questions, but like for each person, that's okay. Um, Hunter, can you talk a little bit about the evolution of Pepita? You've had her for a while, and she's just grown so much. Yeah, she's been a, a very fun horse to bring along. We got her as an eight-year-old, and we to be able to get a group together to purchase her. We had no idea at the time she was going to be the horse she's come today. You know, I knew she'd be a good Grand Prix horse, but I certainly wasn't thinking she'd be a, a meter sixty horse to be where I am today with her. So she just keeps growing year after year. The more scope and uh, more try, she just gives her heart every time. Henrik, uh, you were here in twenty seventeen. How does the experience being back here compared? Did you, you know, appreciate it so much then that you had to come back? Or are you hoping to come away with the win and improve upon a third place finish? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, um, when I came here in 2017, I, I, uh, I left, I mean, the end of 2016 to become my own um, when I left Lutka. So in 2017 to be third, it was uh, unbelievable for me and a fantastic experience. Uh, and uh, of course now uh, I want to become better. Um, so uh, yeah, for sure, I'm, I'm trying my best. Let's see what happens on Saturday. Scott, can you talk a little about the atmosphere, the crowd um, after your round? There's a lot of cheering and you know, how does it feel to be in that arena? Yeah, great atmosphere. Um, it's nice when the crowd uh, cheered for us Europeans also, as well as Americans, so uh, yeah, very nice feeling. Um, sorry, Daniel, you were just in Wellington, Tobago was in Europe last week, could you talk about uh, how he was able to get ready to be here for this event? Yeah, apparently he was uh, quite ready today, so we'll all be riding it, so maybe I have to change my training schedule a little bit. Um, no, you know, at Stephen Stables, you have a good team um, with uh, riders, uh, grooms, uh, vets, everything around. So um, I had good confidence in my team at home. I rode him uh, three weeks ago in Paris. And uh, I made that plan also a little bit because I know that he's actually quite, quite easy to ride at home and he doesn't need a lot of preparation. He has a lot of uh, experience already. So. Um, we just have to keep him uh, fit in his mind and uh, bring him from show to show. When you first started riding him, uh, when you took over the ride, did you always know that he was going to be a championship horse? To be honest, um, our beginning was not like it looks now. Um, he's a funny horse because when you ride him at home, he feels actually a little bit cold, like he's not too motivated. And in the ring, he always did his best. Um, at home in the first couple of years, I always try to get him fit. I try to 
to get him a little bit more uh, motivated, um, I realized at a certain moment that actually it's important that he that he's willing to go to the shows and that is, he's fresh going to the show if he's at home uh, very well trained or better trained or less trained didn't really make a difference I gave him a lot of experience and um, at the end he's a show horse he knows exactly what to do on the show and uh, at home I try to keep him more or less a little bit happy. Thank you. Henry, can you talk a little bit about what it's like to train and ride your horse and also what he's like personality-wise? Yeah, he's um, at home and, and to take care of him, he's like a dog. <laughs> it's very, very uh, you know, easy going and, and uh, yeah, it feels like you can take him in your home. Um, but then when the show comes, he gets a lot of nerve. Uh, he he um, has an incredible power. It's a small horse, but uh, yeah, he, um, somehow he have an engine behind that is uh, unbelievable, and uh, that's why he can jump so big jumps, and, and of course very very careful. So it's a little bit like <clears throat> like Daniel said, just take him to the shows and keep him mentally happy and physically fit. Uh, that's all. Thanks for tuning in to this special episode from the 2023 FEI World Cup Finals, and many thanks to our sponsor. ADM Animal Nutrition. Learn more at admequine.com. Thanks again for listening.